a.m. in the a.m. No need to identify where we are right now because all of you know we are in Jerusalem, thank God. Baruch Hashem. And I hope, even though I, I never like to do anything or say anything on the air or make someone jealous, in this case, when it comes to Yerushalayim, I think it's halachically fine to make someone jealous who's not in Jerusalem. I could check with the right fast, but I have a feeling he's going to agree with me. It might be the exception when jealousy actually is encouraged to seep into our way of life when one is jealous of others who are in Jerusalem at this time. Uh, anyway, so Thursday we had the opportunity to dedicate our Manhattan permanent studio, Friday our Teaneck permanent studio, and today is the big celebration of our temporary studio here in Jerusalem at Nefesh Benefesh headquarters. Rabbi Yoshua. Soon to be permanent. Soon, soon to, to be, be permanent. permanent. Rabbi Yoshua Fess, of course, is co-founder of Nefesh Benefesh. I'm walking here today through Cinema City, and I'm saying to myself, I promise you this happened. I say to myself, this is what it's going to be like walking into work every day, huh? <laughs> Depends where you find your space. but <laughs> Hey, I told you. I only need this, you know, once every two weeks. I can do all it, good. I can do it from wherever I'm living in Israel. On location. I can do it from wherever I am. Yeah, maybe that place in the Golan that you hinted to me yes. you know, might be in our future. Who knows? You know, after adjust to the temperatures, I'd prefer the hotter, hotter weather. Listen, Rabbi Fass, yes, before we sir. discuss a million different things, and I could spend the rest of the show with you, but I have Rahmanas on you because I know you're busy. Bless you. But I must start with this. You and I, and, and it's really you, but then when I found out about it, I, I, I made it. It's sort of like uh, when, I, when I was thanking Dougie for all he did for Thursday's event, I wrote, I've always viewed myself as an original partner of Dougie. So when it, when it comes to you, I, I always feel like if Ray Fast involved in a project that I like, it's really a fast seagull project. Uh, it's, not just, it's not just a fast project. I started seeing your business cards. I say co-founder. <laughs> but it's okay. We'll let it be. Anyway, partner. <laughs> yes. Anyway. So there were times when you made an effort. I don't want to say out of frustration, that's not fair. And it's certainly, if it's accurate, it's certainly not fair to say it on the air. But you made an effort to try to convince rabbinic leaders in the United States that they must start incorporating some discussion about the future of the Jewish people being in the state of Israel. And you've made this effort off, Correct. off and on for different Sometimes times. successful. Right. Sometimes, sometimes Right. Sometimes formally, sometimes informally, yes. sometimes successful, sometimes not. Do one thing with me this morning. With all the things we could talk about, there's so much going on. Let's do one thing together. And I've told you about my personal experience with this. Let us beg any rabbinic leader who's listening right now, you, especially if you're in Chutzlaretz, only if you're in Chutzlaretz, please utilize the drusha for Shabbos Hagadol not to discuss what ingredients are allowed in Charosis and not to discuss what the shear of murr is. I'm begging you. Please utilize it to tell people it's Nissan. It is the National Rosh Hashanah Month. It is such an important month in so many ways. It's, when you think about the, you know, the tra tra trajectory of the importance or the meaning of months on the Jewish calendar, Nissan is way, way, way up there. There's so many important facets to it. Please utilize the Shabbat Hagadol Drusha to inspire your congregation when it comes to a national message. Speak about Israel. Speak about your own feelings toward Israel. Speak about things that the synagogue should be doing vis-a-vis -vis Israel. I know, and Rabbi Fass, you're going to be shocked by this. I know that the shear of Mara is important. I know it. Mm. I know that we need to know exactly how much Mara one needs to fulfill the mitzvah that we say a bracha over. I get it. And I understand that whether one or two or three questionable items that one wants to put in charoses, I understand that that's a valid conversation. But uh, join me. 
in begging rabbinic leaders outside of Israel to utilize the opportunity this Shabbat to convey a national message. Amen. No, I I have no problem, and I don't think anyone should have a problem with with talking about marashi urim or haroset ingredients. I think they're part and parcel of the observance, and I think ritual has a very significant play, obviously, within our experience and the experiential elements of Pesach. But just don't stop there. And, and, and that has been the v'hotzeiti v'hitzalti v'ga'alti v'lakachti, four cups of wine, and having that coast in the middle, which we refer to as coast Eliyahu, but many call it the coast Chamishi, just bring it to the next stage of the Heveti, Ella Aretz. And just don't stop at the Shiurim for the Maror or the Shiurim of the Haroset as a starting with the Gnai or the Galut or the Shibud. Take it to the full Cherut. Take it to the full level of freedom. And freedom comes with a lot of challenges. Freedom means that you have options. Freedom requires you to dream. Freedom propels you to the next stage. Now, are we ready for that? Because we're living in that time. We're living in that element or that existence, and I call it the marvelous miracle of our times that we're in. We have that option. The Heveti is on the table. Do we grab it? Do we change? As the Mishabur says, do we change and morph our Seder experience of morphing and moving the Hallel to incorporate the fifth coast? Or do we just look at it from afar, scared to take that option, scared to even contemplate what that level of freedom means and that level of freedom of religious expression is? So I just, I beg, maybe with a capital B, a lowercase b, that Enjoy your Shabbos Agadol Drashos on the minutia of any level that you want. Just don't let it stop there. Don't pause. Don't leave it at a cliffhanger. <laughs> Take the story to the fullest expression of Eveti Aretz and just allow the individuals to or your congregants to struggle with this notion of what it means to be a free Jew. A free Jew without the shackles of not only enslavement, but the shackles of not being able to charter our own destiny. And if we are free to really charter our own destiny, then for crying out loud, <laughs> let's explore what it means to be fully Jewish, a full community and nation fulfilling its destiny. Sometimes, as we've seen for the last few weeks, and it's ups and downs and the roller coasters of expression of what it means to be an am, a nation, choosing its own destiny. But struggle with it. Challenge yourselves with it. Let it be a conversation at the table. Not it be a dayenu just for the haroset, <laughs> dayenu for the maror, dayenu for avadim hayinu, a power bin mitzrayim, challenge ourselves to where are we right now and what is our future as a people someone once said to me the real show because in reference to this show i'll tell you off the air who it was the real show is is the shabbos table what did they mean they meant that at the shabbos table one has an opportunity to have a feeling i've never been to your shabbos table but i have a feeling that you know many would call it a performance not in a derogatory manner but just a an experience an experience led by you your wife etc you know experience and at the shabbos table one has a million opportunities 
to convey different messages to their family. And, of course, because Shabbos is once a week, you really have that chance to, to pound it home, so to speak. The Seder is that type of experience. The Seder's a show. It's a performance. Again, not saying in a derogatory fashion, but really in an exciting fashion, an opportunity to really, I mean, how many kids out there well, you know, how many adults talk about what the Seder was like as a kid and what they remember? And certainly a lot of those messages are things that they carry for the rest of their lives. We have an opportunity. I'm yelling at the rabbis. You know, let's take the responsibility upon ourselves. We have an opportunity to impress on our families, you know, where we need to be going and if the fifth cup is really part of our lives or if we're looking at it from far away, etc. So I'm calling on the rabbis, the Seder leaders, everybody to try, I'm begging you, to try to really really propel forward the meaning of Pesach. There you go. Beautiful. This year, you're 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 getting ready for Pesach Seder in Israel. Mitzpah Yericho, Yer HaKodesh. Is it a holy city, Taka? Oh, I know. Every, every, city, every city is holy. Yeah. Why not? Can you imagine that? Someone said to me yesterday, it may actually have been Stacey Siegel. If, if July 1st I said to you that you will be making a wedding in Israel in April, I mean, it's, it's a dream. It's an absolute dream. But it is what it is, Baruch Hashem. So here we are, and that's the reason I'm here right now. Last week, we had an opportunity to be at the MedEx conference. I, wanted to, I was thinking of how to start this conversation, so I'm in the hotel room before, and I'm, you, know, you know me, I'm trying to think of something clever to really you know, jump right in, because I like diving right into stuff with you when you're on the air. Sure. So, so my, my opening, before I thought of the whole rabbi thing with the shops, I was going to be that I decided after last week's event to become a doctor. So I wanted, it's never too late. I wanted, never I wanted late. your help to explore some medical school options with me and to, you know, get myself a real job after all this time. Were you around when the ho- the hotel worker passed out? You're oh, not serious. after you left. Oh, my gosh. Meaning in front of the hallway over there. There was a custodian who was in the hallway, and he fainted. And the security guard ran over, was checking his pulse. Is he was there a fine, doctor? And they screamed, is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> 200 people are in the hallway. It was great. That's hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. I hope the gentleman's doing it's well. It's fine. It's fine. But the reason it's so funny in this context is remember what I said to you when you said that you and Tony were thinking about a special MedEx flight? Yes. I said, that's the flight <laughs> exactly. to get sick on. It's <laughs> so right after you said it. <laughs> How do you like that? Pretty amazing. Rabbi Yoshua Fass is with us, reminding everybody about the importance of imprinting the incredible uh, a future of the uh, Jewish people onto the hearts and minds of our children at the Seder, and of course, always. And that's um, by reminding them that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. Simple as that. Um, And I thank you for uh, all your good wishes. Last week was spectacular in New York, Baruch Hashem. Had a little ceremony in New Jersey on Friday. And then right after that, it's like, and then then I just came to Israel and broadcasting from here. Did you have a chance to digest? First Thursday. of all, being on the show, doing a show consecutively for nine hours is unbelievable. The feeling, you know, when you're doing something you love and it's just nonstop is unbelievable. Like, <laughs> it's really, really funny. <laughs> so that was, that was a unique experience. Uh, but yeah, you know, we look these days, thank God. Sometimes I don't always thank God for this, but thank God everything's documented immediately and the pictures are out and every word you say is in the archive forever. You know, so it really makes it uh, come to life when you see all these pictures immediately. Um, It was a great celebration. From afar, watching, listening, seeing the pictures. There was one particular picture I'm glad you saw, Mm. and that was the one of the mezuzah that the Fast family donated to uh, the Nahum Siegel Network, and that was the one that Rybero Feinstein, 
affixed to the front door of the studio. So we have a slight connection to the Holy Land there. A, a small little memento of the Holy Land. I hope it was made in Israel and not like made in China because <laughs> oh, no. that would be really sad. Rabbi, please. <laughs> don't, <laughs> oh, no, don't tell me that. I didn't even think of <laughs> no, it. No, I got it here. I got it here, Baruch Hashem. Thank God. Boy, oh, boy. Anyway, so there you have it. That's the... Uh, How preparations for the wedding coming along? I think, well, you know, uh, the majority... You have of the a suit? I do have a suit. You for, remember to pack your tie? I do have a suit. There is a tie. Even in Israel, you're wearing a tie? You're yeah, femo. At the wedding? So 100%. I assume you've done the same thing. Mm-hmm. A tie at the wedding. Sure. Can't I wear a tie all the time. Yeah, that's right. What am I talking about? I'm a tie now. And finally, look, it's not fair to the audience. They need to hear your perspective on this week's events. And we're not talking about the fact that the Siegel family almost didn't make it in because of the airport closure. We're talking about a, a much bigger picture. And that is the pain that's going I, I, One of the most poignant comments I heard, and again, I hesitate to repeat it in its full context because I don't know if the comparison is even fair, but someone who uh, was lamenting what was going on here, an Israeli, someone living in Israel, um, they, they sent a message that I heard that essentially was this is worse than some of the worst episodes that happen in Israel. And again, I don't want to get specific because I, I don't think that's a really fair comparison, but I get the point. They were saying how difficult it is, how heart-wrenching it is, how difficult it is to, to know that there's hatred around and that you know one ha- hesitates to discuss things with another because of what they might feel or think about a certain issue. Now things are on pause for a little while, hopefully. I hope. I don't know what the, yes, media, yes. the media is going to do. You yes. Know. It's on pause. So people out there want to hear your perspective on the whole thing. It's still very raw, and I'm still digesting the last uh, 48 hours. Uh, We've been in the epicenter. Um, we're right across the Supreme Court, down the block from the Knesset. All of the protests have been happening outside our door for the last three, four weeks, sometimes even having us to cancel half of our day of work because they were going to close the, the parking lot downstairs. So we've been, we've been watching this. We've been witnessing it. Um, really up close. I I disagree. I think our nation over the last 75 years has gone through um, real, real intense conflict and the resilience of our people and the unity prevails and we come back together. Uh, You have to understand, I was talking to Tony really early this morning and, and we were both discussing how it's very different. The culture, the Israeli culture is very different from diaspora jury culture that if, you're in, if you have a beef with somebody overseas and if you do not like a person, an organization, an entity, a party, that's it. Cut them <laughs> you're, off. You're, you're cut. Uh, it, it takes a, a, a tremendous amount of time and resolution process to, to, to reunite and to, repair. and to repair that. Here, you can be screaming on top of your lungs to a person on a completely diametrically opposed opinion using rhetoric and saliva, <laughs> and the next morning you're having shakshuka with them <laughs> in, in the cafeteria or in the cafe. And you're not just talking about Knesset members. No. Because that happens no, in Washington also. No, I'm it's saying about people, amcha, real people. Amcha. Um, we've gone through assassination. We've gone through Gush Katif. We've gone through real issues. Um, this, is, this is a real, I think the megaphone and the social media and the mm. news feeds into it, and I think... Uh, the anti, especially the, the coalition today, has created a, a virulent protest. It's, I don't think it's the matters or the subject matter that's really being debated. I think it's the government itself that's being debated. Um, and, and I pray 
really with full with full intent that that we'll get over this. We have to get over this. It's um, we've gotten over so much before, and uh, and I know the people who have been. I got an email. A person who has been very much involved in the resolutions between the opposition, the coalition, the president's delegation. And he wrote an email this morning to his closest friends called Hatikva, the hope. And I was waiting for him just to really just, just express his frustration and just his angst and just... Uh, but no, nothing toxic, pure optimism. And uh, we're, we're vocal. There was no uh, looting. There was no, uh, you know, violence. Bar Hashem. No smashing windows. We have hundreds of thousands of people. Hundreds of thousands of people uh, over the last forty-eight hours. We saw hundred thousand dollars from twelve o'clock. Hundred thousand people from twelve to five thirty. There were fifty thousand outside <laughs> last night. Some of them hanging from our walls of our building, but we're not going to get into <laughs> I saw that. Some of pictures. Yeah, I'm still trying to digest <laughs> that and clean up the place. <laughs> We're not going to get there. We're not going to go there. But it's incredible. So you've just given me another reason. You don't have to comment on this, but I'm just saying it to the audience. You've given me another reason why American Jewish leadership should reconsider um, keeping out of things when they feel they must make statements or must give their yeah, the, the perspective is a different perspective. It's, it's, they're coming Correct. from a different orientation. Right. Uh, uh, bless them that they feel passionate about it. Bless them that they feel that they have a responsibility to explain things to their congregants, but understand the perspective, understand the subject matter, understand the reasons and the motivations for both sides of the protest. And if you don't understand the nuances of it and the perspective of it and what's at stake right. of, of this argument and the debates, you might be inflaming the situation. Right. And, and I don't like the rhetoric that's being used, especially this time around in the conflict is... Uh, People are throwing, I'm not even going to say it, but mm-hmm. people are throwing away, ter- throwing around terminology that's just downright irresponsible uh, in Israel and in the diaspora. Right. Yeah, but I'm more concerned about what people are saying outside of Israel because they have to be much more careful. Um, if you're available an hour from now, a final Passover message, which I would love. Uh, if not, then we'll wish you a Chag HaShem V'Sameach. I'm going to wish you a Chag HaShem because <laughs> I'm going to be on a Zoom in an hour from now. There we go. But it's... Uh, see you Sunday! I'll see you Sunday. Bezrat HaShem. Bezrat HaShem. Can't wait to dance under the chuppah, around the chuppah, Bezrat on the Hashem. wedding. It's what a... What Stay a, as late as you can. What Stay as late as you can for the big celebration. Hey, we, we made it next door to your house. You may as well... <laughs> I'm going to go home, come back, <laughs> go home for some dinner. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Thank you, Rabbi Fest, for everything. Uh, great to have you here. I appreciate that. Chag Kasher Vesameach, the one and only co-founder of Nefesh Benefesh, Rabbi Yoshua, Josh Fass. Information about all of this, nbn.org.il. That's nbn.org.il and 8664-Aliyah. If you're a leader of a family or a leader of a community, spend Shabbat Hagadol talking about the future of the Jewish people. <laughs>